0: Welcome to this week's podcast from Capital Church's Young Adult Service. We hope this message encourages you and thank you for joining us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Woo! Is everyone excited? I'm excited to be here tonight. Um, yes, like Pastor Garrison said, we go way back, Dutch bro days. I started working at Dutch when I turned 21. So I'm going to turn 28 this year. That was a long time ago. Um, but the Lord delivered me, so it's fine. Um, no, we really did. We had some like good memories, but we were like, here's Jesus working at Dutch. <laughs> like it was pretty separate. Like we tried really hard, but it was, we're, we're better for it now, right? Um, but I just want to take a moment and honor pastors Tracy and Garrison. They really love this community so much. They pray for you guys all the time. Um, they really give like effortlessly all the time. They are seriously some of the best pastors and they pray for you guys all the time. They're thinking about you all the time. And I know that my life would not be the same if it wasn't for pastors, Tracy and Garrison. So can we stand up and honor them today? It's actually pastor appreciation month and we just want to give you a special gift. We love you guys. And if you have a special word of encouragement, you can go tell Garrison later, Pastor Garrison later. Um, But are we ready for tonight? Okay. Um, I don't normally preach, but um, (laughs) I felt like God, this is like totally not in my message. When I was preparing for my message, I literally had like four messages in one. Um, so I just had to really break it down. But there was one scripture, um, Stone, Are We Ready?, that I feel like I couldn't shake. And in worship, I just felt like God really just put it back on my heart for somebody. So Stone, you can go put it up. And it says, Psalms 32, seven, you are my hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble and you surround me with shouts of deliverance. And so I'm gonna do something. Pastor Shane actually did this two camps ago. Um, So I'm gonna need some volunteers. So I'm gonna need... um, well, okay, I know that I could probably beat someone up by myself. (laughs) Pre-Jesus, I definitely broke someone's nose. But that's another story for another time. However, when I read this scripture, Pastor Shane did this really awesome analogy. So I'm gonna need Ashley Fletcher. If I'm going to war, I'm definitely taking Ashley Fletcher with me. Can I come down here, Nathaniel? Okay. So yeah, come up here. And then I need Parker because he's like, no one's gonna be, you're the third strongest person I know. Ashley Fletcher. Okay. Um, And then where's an intern? I need an intern. Intern, yep, JB, raise his hand first. Okay, perfect, intern, cool. Yep, yep, okay. Um. Let's see, I need someone who has a beautiful voice. Ashley Hackler, come here. Okay, so like if I'm gonna go into a fight, like I'm gonna take like these four people with me. Right, And when I read this shouts of deliverance, I just literally feel like this is gonna be like, this is how the Lord delivers me. He puts people around me to fight my fight with me. And I just felt like there's some people who've been fighting alone and they need a hiding place. They need someone who's gonna preserve him from trouble. They need somebody who's gonna surround them with shouts of deliverance. And that is what this community is. This community is this like body. So like, if we're gonna go, like no one's gonna come up again. Against us. Nobody. And that's what we do with the Lord. You guys can take a seat. I just really felt like that was for somebody. I don't know who it was for. So if it was for you, you can tell me later. But I just really want to encourage you guys that this community is for you. Um, there's so many people. There's pockets of people. If you, don't, if you don't feel like you have a community, we want to be that for you. We want to be your best friends. And so I just encourage you, get plugged in and come to Farmstead. That'll be literally, if you don't know anybody, come there, we'll, br- we'll be your best friend, okay? Amen. All right, so you can put that scripture away. Thanks, Stone. I texted him that like 10 minutes ago, so I appreciate you being fast. Okay, so two weeks ago, Pastor Garrison, he preached on a biblical worldview, right? Does everyone love that message? So good. Um, I didn't even know like before, probably like honestly, until Dr. Stan taught about worldviews. I didn't know you couldn't have a biblical worldview. Like I didn't know there was like difference. So I really appreciated that message. And um, last week, Pastor Mark came, wasn't that such a special treat? And he talked about how Jesus needs to be the owner of your whole house. Um, And that really reminds me of, Pastor Kelly, she always prays this, um, God, I give you every key to every door of my heart, because sometimes, like, we'll give God, like, 75%, but then, like, we keep 25, right? And so that's kind of what I wanted to talk to us tonight. Um, I want to talk about a relationship with God and his word, okay? Um, So if you guys want to turn with me to Hebrews chapter four, Um, Lindsay, may I please have my water? See, this is why I shouldn't have spit out my gum. Thank you. All right, are we there? No one's there? Yes, we're, we're there? All right. Well, we've got it on the jumbotron for you. So Hebrews chapter four, verse 12 says, "'For the, Lord of, the word of God is living and active, "'sharper than any two-edged sword, "'piercing through the division of soul and spirit, "'of joins and marrow, "'and discerning the thoughts and tensions of the heart.'" And if you want a title for this message today, I want you to put our relationship with God affects every part of our lives. Okay, Do you wanna pray with me. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you for this word that you put on my heart. Lord, I really do believe that it is for this community, for this time. And God, I just pray that it wouldn't be my words tonight, but it would really be you speaking to all of us. God, it's not just me speaking to this community, but it's you speaking to all of us. And God, I just pray that this word would land in our hearts and it would be something that would mark us for the rest of our lives. So Lord, just come in and do whatever you want to do. Holy Spirit, just move however you want to move. The night is yours and we give you this. Night and we just say thank you, Jesus, for what you're gonna do. And if everyone could say, Amen, Amen. Amen. So this um, this word honestly uh, came to me. Oh, it's it's October, so this is probably July. Um, and I live with some of the best people. And well, okay, they are the best people. But when you have five people who live in a house, there's always dishes, right, in our sink, Um, which is fine, because I've just kind of come to terms with, like, knowing that there's going to be dishes. I love, like, a clean house, but we're all, like, the five busiest humans I know, so that just doesn't happen, but I felt like the Lord put this word on my heart. Um, One day, the sink was really full, so no shame, Um, but there was, like, a cup of coffee in there, and um, Kaylee was doing the dishes, and I'll kind of show you later. She's not the only one who does dishes, okay? <laughs> Anyways, so I just really felt like the Lord put something on my heart about the Word just refreshing us. Um, and in this culture and in this time, we don't really spend a lot of time in God's Word. We try and we strive, and I really felt like that was kind of the— the um, the culture back in Hebrews. So the author of Hebrews, no one knows, only God knows. There's a couple guesses. Some people think it's Paul. Some people think it's Barnabas, maybe Apollos. I like to go with the theory that it was a woman, because I think that's kind of scandalous and like all the women say, yeah. Um, but honestly, like it makes sense to me, it makes sense. It might not be, I don't know, we, we'll never know. Like the Lord might tell us in heaven, maybe. He might just keep it a secret for forever. But um, I believe that it was a woman. <laughs> um, but the author wants us to realize that when we listen to the Bible, when we read the Bible, God is speaking to us, and I can prove it. So in the very first part, it says, for the word of God is living and active. So that means right now. Is means right now, not was, not is to come. Right now is living and active. So God speaks to us through his word all the time. And the author is really showing us that God just didn't speak in the Old Testament or not just in the New Testament. He's really speaking to us right now. So every single time we come and we read the Bible, his word is speaking to us, like that every single time. So if you're ever like, God, I don't hear you. Like, why don't I hear you? I want you to ask yourself the question, am I spending time in God's word, okay? Um, and the, right now, like in... Um, in the time where Hebrews is writing, like the Jewish people are having a really hard time because they're facing a lot of persecution because they're accepting Jesus. And in the time that that was like totally taboo, like that's not what people, people wanted to keep adding to the gospel. And isn't that kind of like our culture today? They're like, you can have your truth and you can have your truth. This is my truth. This is why you should, right? Like we kind of hear that. And I just really felt like that's kind of right now. We're like, oh, well, we'll take Jesus. But then- My truth and oh, I read this really cool thing on Instagram, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put that on top with Jesus, right? And the audience, they're just like us. We we don't see, we have never seen Jesus, right? But we believe in him, and that's what they're doing too. Um, And their faith it brought hardship. Like, how many people in here? I know I have. um, When you've like been like, I believe in Jesus, people are like, (laughs) (laughs) right? I don't, like, my whole family doesn't believe in Jesus, so when I'm like, I'm going to church, they're like, you're crazy, right? Um, That's kind of, like, what the people were facing back in that day. They're, like, they were turning away from family members. They're turning to a completely different way, and they were getting persecuted, and thank God that we live in America where we do have the free right to worship, and so, you know, we might not, like, endanger losing our lives, but we can also fall back into that old way of thinking or maybe fall back into, okay, I'm gonna add this worldview and I'm gonna add this to what Jesus is because that makes the most sense. So the author wants to encourage us back in that day and today that we need to hold fast to our faith. Can someone say our relationship with God affects every part of our lives? So where's my um my, my peeps at? Oh, Lauren and um and Kaylee. Okay, so I have this was the this was the analogy that God. I don't know. I should maybe I should have come down here. I feel like this was what God spoke to me. So um, I know that I have a whole setup, guys. I really felt. Um, one of our elders in our church, his name is Michael Borner, and he does analogies all the time. And I, like, I feel a little bougie bringing out a whole set. So just bear with me. But um, sometimes we don't feel like the word of God applies to us. Have you ever, have you ever felt that way? Like when you read the Bible, you're kind of like, I don't really get how that applies to me. Has anyone ever been there? Okay, okay. So we're, we're with a whole bunch of people. So I like, when, um, I'm actually gonna need a couple other people to help. This will, this will help with um, uh, the shouts of deliverance too. So um, right now, we're probably all, we're just doing our jobs. I know, this is a whole setup. Okay, so we got our life with Jesus, right? Here's our life with Jesus. Okay, and oh wait, I need it the other way. It's fine, guys. I don't want it to spill in the sanctuary. Jason will get mad at me, <laughs> or John. You know, first day he has to clean up the sanctuary. Okay, I need the coffee. This was the this was the this was the biggest part. Okay, and if anyone wants to drink this afterwards, you go ahead. It's unsweetened, so you know, calorie efficient. Yeah, there's only 15 in here, so you're good. Okay, so this was like. We're going to be fine. It'll be fine. Everyone, you know, that sometimes sometimes we're feeling a little shaky, right? We do. Bridget, do you want this? Sure. Okay, here you go. <laughs> Generosity. Okay. So, this was this was my life before Jesus, right? Yeah. Super dirty. If you can't see it, it's dark. It's black. I was really dark, all right? So then I get saved. And it's like that, right? Yeah, Jesus. Okay, it's a little less dark, but we're still there, right? I, it's okay. God comes and breaks us brand new. This is the whole part. This is the whole thing. You need to get baptized tonight. Your old life dies in that baptism, taking you rise in newness alive. Amen. Okay, so the little by little, when we so sometimes we're like, all right, God, you've come, my cup overflows. No, like literally, that's how we feel, right? We're like, okay, my cup overflows. But God is coming to do this. He wants you to just keep letting him, it's lighting up. If you can't see it, it's lighting up. Now it kind of looks like some iced tea maybe in the South, right? Um, well, no one knows how to do tea here. Um, but <laughs> I'm not even from the South, so that's really funny. But God just wants to keep coming in and clearing up our lives, right? And then he'll put somebody in your life like Lindsey Wright, come here, who will come in with you. You're gonna cry, Ashley, it's okay. Who's gonna come in with you to do life with Jesus together? Woo, we're getting a little splashy, right? And then, okay. So then we feel like this is enough, right? And I feel like a lot of us, you can sit down, thank you. I feel like a lot of us all right there, right now. I know I was. I feel like, you know, we, we want to follow Jesus, but then sometimes the cost is a little bit higher. You know, we want to, um, like, we want to be challenged in Jesus. Have you ever come and listened to a message and it's really hit on your heart and you're like, I have to change my ways. I have to change what I'm doing. And then Monday morning you wake up and you're like, God didn't speak to me, that wasn't real. What? Like we just completely leave it aside. And sometimes following Jesus means that our job might change or I might have to give my money up or maybe my time. Maybe God is calling me to serve the church and I have to give up something that I wanna do to serve God. God wouldn't do that. He gives me the desires of my heart. Have you ever felt that way? You're like, I don't have to give that up. What are you talking about? That's a good thing. You know, maybe it's a relationship. Our relationship with God affects every aspect of our lives. And I think some of us are content being like that. Um, I think some of us are content being halfway healed or halfway saved. You know, I, I love Jesus and I love coming on Sundays. And you know, actually, I'll come to a small group. Yep, Tuesday nights, I'm gonna give it to God. Tuesday night, all yours, Lord. But every single other day, where are you at? We need help. We need help setting up something. Oh, I only give Tuesdays and Sundays. So I'm sorry. I don't have any time. Right? I've been there. I promise. This is not. This is an encouragement that God wants to come into every aspect of your life. Um, and the the thing that's hard is God will be in charge, and that's what we don't like. So that's why we're okay being right there. Right? But God. Someone say, but God is calling us deeper. God wants to completely refresh your soul. Jesus was the perfect sacrifice for you and me. And he is still speaking today. He finally removed the barrier. So like, this doesn't have to live like this, right? He wants to completely refresh. He wants to completely come in and change every aspect. That looks like I could almost drink it. Mm, this is sink water. I don't know if I want to drink this, but it's minerals. Yeah, but God wants to come in and completely change you. Oh, it might fall. Ooh, it's gone. We're fine. We're fine. He, yeah, it's a transformation. Well, I think it's just because this thing, the bowl is floating. It's not my fault. But he wants to come in so you can be a completely new person. And when you're this new You could literally give the cup to drink to somebody else. Wanna drink that? Come on, Abs, I'll give you $5. You can literally be a refreshing cup of water. Abby, drink it. She's like, no. She would do it too, but she does, like she knows that it's from the sink. But um, God wants to come in and change you from the inside out. Now, I know I've had times in my life where I've been like, Lord, why isn't it my time? you know and this this is the best part about god is that he doesn't mind our frustration i think sometimes we rather run to somebody else and not want to come to god because we're like well he can't handle my frustration or he can't handle that i'm angry he can't handle that god can god can absolutely handle every single emotion that you have Right? What, like, Jesus, he had anxiety. Going into the garden, hello, like, like cried blood. Like, I don't know how much more anxious you can be. Like, he was, like, he can handle that. We're, like, sometimes don't want to give our depression or give our anxiety because it literally is a badge of honor. And we're, like, okay, God, like, why won't you save me? And he's, like, I'm trying to refresh your soul, but you're not spending any time with me, right? We don't want to let the living Active word of God refresh who we are. And I've been so frustrated. Um, because you know, I've been like, why am I not farther along? You know, and um 2020, hard year, right? We all can probably like agree to that. I don't know anybody who's like 2020 was the best year of my life, um, except for maybe Pastor Tracy, because she like got to spend the whole like year, like you guys got to be together and that was like the first year of marriage and now you feel like you've done like seven. I feel like maybe Pastor Tracy might be the only one, right? But it was, oh, Bridgie, Bridgie feels like it was two. Cool. So I know two people. Um, but can anyone like agree that maybe 2021 hasn't been that great? Like someone's like, yeah, you know? Um, life sometimes is really hard. And, and I love what Pastor Garrison said, is we will have difficulties, but God wants to give us difficulties in a different way. Like he wants to give us that living water that refreshes our soul, that literally lets us go through things in life differently so that we can be something to somebody else. Have you ever been like in a situation, you're like, I don't know how I'm gonna get out of this. And then like three months later, you're like, I know how to help you because I just walked through that situation, right? Like that's happened and I'm like, okay, God, I see how you use that. Like, I like that, right? We, like We forget that God knows the end from the beginning and the beginning from the end and he holds it all together. I love that song, right? He knows right where you're at. He knows what you need. And sometimes it will be a best friend coming and being like, hey, I just wanna tell you, I feel like the Lord put on my heart X, Y, and Z, right? Or maybe, I mean, you see an analogy in your heart. Like literally that morning, I don't know if my roommates noticed, but I like went and got my notebook and I like scribbled down, like let the word refresh my soul. Like that is, let God's word that is living and active, just refresh who I am. So my personal story in 2020, honestly, it was really hard. You know, working at the church, we didn't really know what each day was gonna look like. We were trying to, like all of my best friends in the front row who work at the church were like, yep. Um, we didn't know, we were just trying to pump out content and be everything that we could and do all the things. And it was really hard. And each, like every single day, I was just like, okay, like I'm just gonna go. And I got to this point, like I think midsummer, where I just, I like, cried really hard. And I don't really like to cry in front of people because it's really um, personal. (laughs) Um, But I just felt like God was, he's like, it's okay that you're not farther along. And I think some of us think that we've been following Jesus for a little bit, so we should be farther. Has anyone ever felt that? Like I've been, I've been following Jesus for five plus years or 10 years or my whole life I've been in church and I just feel like I can't quite get there. And I just felt like God was like, let me refresh your soul. If you spend time in my word. And I just, I felt like that was something for our community that we just need to let God give us the tools, amen? So um, (laughs) when I was an intern, all my interns say, what's up? Um, okay, first of all, plug for interns, even though it doesn't start for another year. Um, I, well, yeah, because we just started one, you know, but we talk about interns a lot because we know what it did to us. Like like Pastor Garrison said, we were different people before we did interns. Like before we let God come in and completely uproot some bad thinking, old ways, old habits, old strongholds, and literally like eradicate it all. Like it, the reason why we're obsessive, like obsessive about it is because we know what interns does. So just a plug for interns, if you ever feel like it, you can come talk to any one of us, okay? But my second year of interns were in DC and Pastor Ken, he he's commissioning the second years, and he tells me he prays over me that um, my prayers, like where I go in prayer, angels will be afraid to go because that's how deep, like that, like and and it was I literally like in that moment I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> so so like you know we go through the rest of the DC trip, we come home, you don't really think about it. And then it probably wasn't until 2020 when the prayer group really got alive on GroupMe um, where this got reminded in my spirit. And I just was like, God, I, like, I don't know how to get there. Like, I feel like I'm just stuck. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I should be farther along. Like, that was three years ago. I feel like I should be farther along. And I just was like, what, what do you want me to do? And all he said was, My word. I want you to spend time in my word. And one of the first things Pastor Tracy taught me when um, I was an intern was when you wanna spend time in your word and you don't really know how. Because who, like, who's like, okay, I really want to spend time in my Bible, but I don't know how to get there. Like, anybody feel that way? Like, you, like sometimes I'm still like, how do I get back? Okay, so Pastor Tracy said this. Every single day, you read five Psalms and you read one Proverbs. Five Psalms for the heart, one Proverb for the head and as you get there and i mean really the pro, like proverbs will like It'll kind of cut you a little deep because you're like, oh, I like the first part of that. And then it's like, if you don't turn from your wicked ways, you're gonna like shrivel up and die. And you're like, I don't wanna read that part. That's not a scripture, but you know what I mean, right? Like you feel like it's like really good and like heartwarming. And then you're like, that's really intense. I don't wanna read that. Um, But it really will start, like if you're hungry, that will just be like the appetizer, right? Um, We went out to lunch today and I got us a cheese board for the table and we all were like, that's not enough. <laughs> like, it's just like a little bit, it's like gets you like that much more hungry, right? Like when you eat an appetizer, it's just like a little taste to like get you prepared for your entree, right? That's what this will do. If you really want to start getting just more in your words. Start with your five Psalms and your one proverb a day. And I promise if you do that even for a month, you're really gonna be like, okay, I want more. And then you start in the gospels and then you read Acts and then you're gonna go to Genesis. You don't have to do it like this, but you go to Genesis and you read all the things about Genesis and you're like, oh my gosh. And then you read through those stories and then you go back to the New Testament. And you're like, wait, it keeps pointing to the Old Testament and you're just gonna fall in love with God's word. And as you do that, your relationship with God will will be the first thing that you think of every morning. And the last thing that you think of, you know, nightly prayer routines at the very end of the night. And you're just gonna let the word wash over you and you will be that refreshing cup. Um, you know, and, but the thing is, is it takes time. And that's the thing we don't wanna give up. When people, and I've said this, oh, I don't have time. I work a full-time job. I go to school full-time. I help coach, cheer again. And like, I want to hang out with my friends. And like, I sometimes want to watch TV. I'm like, I don't have any time for you, Lord. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry, Lord. But like, that's like honest, right? We like honestly feel that way. But um, you have to sacrifice something. And I, I loved this. Christine Kane said this. It's a daily choice to keep picking up our cross especially when we feel like dropping it. To deny yourself when all you want to do is embrace yourself, right? So I want us to go to one of the proverbs that I really felt was something, and it was funny because my best friend, Lindsay Wright, preached on this like a a year ago, two years ago, sometime ago. And when I told her what one of the scriptures was, she was like, oh my gosh, I have notes for that. I was like, thank God, you know? Um, So I want everyone to turn to Proverbs chapter four. Oh, yes, Stone, you're so fast. Okay, chapter four, verse 20, it says, My son, or daughter, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the spring of life. Put away from you crooked speech and devious talk far from you. Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet, then all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve from the right or to the left. Turn your foot far away from evil. And I really love this. And Lindsay said this in her message that Proverbs 4 invites us to guard our hearts so that we are in position to hear God. And I loved that. Proverbs calls us to guard the heart and the mind in our life. Like, we have to. We live in a crazy world. Anyone want to say amen to that? We live in a crazy world, and we have to guard our heart. God wants to speak to us every single day. He wants to spend time with you. He wants to tell you, like, hey, this is how you live your life. So how you do it is you be attentive to his words, right? You incline your ear to his sayings. You must speak Spend time with Jesus every single day. And, um, you know, the, this is the thing. The only way that you're gonna find your life, who's ever been there, where you're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I don't know, God, like, what's my next step? Um, you know, for some of us, it's it was like, oh, okay, is interns what I'm supposed to do? Or maybe not. Or is this guy supposed to be the one I'm supposed to marry? Okay, is this job, like, and we just, like, slowly just start, like, And then the word of God is like so far. We're like, God, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And he's just like, incline your ear to my sayings, right? He wants us to keep drawing us in. you know, you can have a pastor or a leader speak life into you, and that's so important. The Bible says there's um, wisdom and a multitude of counselors, and I super believe that. I know, like, for my life, when I make decisions, like, I process it with the Holy Spirit, then I bring it to my best friends, and then I bring it to my pastor, and then I bring it to my parents. Like, that's something our, our pastors have just instilled in us. Like, hey, if you want to make bi- biblical wise decisions, like, this is what you should do. Um, but you take it to God first, right? Um, I love, I'm so grateful for pastors who've taught me how to listen to God's voice. Because at the end of the day, when you make a decision, it's not like, oh, well, Pastor Tracy told me that I needed to break up with him. And like, God, I can't believe she doesn't want a good relationship for me. Like, how dare she, right? Like, and you guys think that's like, you're like laughing, but like, that's literally how people feel. Like when we like are like, hey, I don't know, maybe you should break up. Like, we just don't see that this is the best for you. And they're like, what? I can't believe it. But it's like, did you, what is the Holy Spirit speaking to you? Well, I mean, I don't really feel like it's the best relationship, but like, I think he's so cute. Cool. There's a lot of cute people out there. Like God is trying to tell you something and using that counsel to also speak it to you. And you're like, I don't think I hear the Lord, (laughs) you know, but you know, God is the one who leads us and God's voice is the one that we should seek. Um, You know, I love, uh, there's a worship song. Ivan, what's the one that I sent you the other day? It's like the, the fun bop one that, um, it's not a bop, well, it's a bop. Brandon Lake, Running to the Light, yes. And he talks about, um, there's a bridge and it's talking about like the cloud by day and fire by night, right? Yeah, I think so. um What? Oh, I was like, did I get it wrong? But I love it because, so I don't know where the scripture is. It's in the Old Testament. It's probably in Exodus because I feel like that's when they were walking through the wilderness, right? Okay, so there was a cloud by day that they would go, they would follow and that was the Holy Spirit and then fire by night, right? So they wouldn't move if the cloud didn't move or if the fire didn't move, right? My theologians can say, yes, yeah, I'm good, right? Okay, so I love this because on a hot summer day, like a, like a clouded shade is like nice, right? Right? But then like, if you're like really cold, like right now it's kind of colder at night and you want fire, like a bonfire, like who, that sounds fun, right? Like a bonfire, like that warms us up. It gives us light in the dark. God literally gives us the tools <laughs> to be the cloud by day and the fire by night for us to literally walk with him every single day. Um, but the word you know, the word is living and active. Like we need it. And I just felt like reading through Hebrews, the author of Hebrews speaks to three different people and the keys can come up because it'll make this part sound so much better. Um, but the author is speaking to three different groups. And the first group is those who are wavering. And the second group is those who are in need of a warning. And then the third group is those who are weary. And I felt like, I've been in all three of those categories individually. I've been in all three of those together. (laughs) Um, And so I just really felt like that was something for us to break the barrier so that we can live a life where we're being refreshed every single day. And so I just wonder if um, maybe we wanna close our eyes and bow our heads just for um, privacy and concentration. And maybe you don't want the person next to you to know. That's okay. I'm the only one looking, but I just feel like those who might be wavering you know you're one foot in and one foot out and you're you're not really sure of the Jesus thing you're you're maybe you haven't even dedicated your life to Jesus you're like i don't really know what church is all about and i've got a lot of things going in my life and you know i might i might not be able to give all of my time or maybe you do know jesus and you're just thinking like well sundays is really the only time i can come and you know but can i just i i just want to I wanna encourage you that God is beckoning you to press in, to go deeper in your faith. You know, Jesus is greater than any other disappointment in life. He's greater than any situation that you might be dealing with. So if, those are, if that's you, I would just want you to lift your hand or you can put it on your heart. Um, but if that's you, I just wanna pray for you. That those who might be wavering, that God, you would just come in right now and give them a fresh perspective of your grace. Lord, I thank you that in you, we find everything that we possibly could ever need. We, you say those who seek you will find you. God, I thank you that when we seek you with all of our heart, we can know you. God, I thank you that you're a God who's not far away or distant, or you don't wanna be intimate in our lives. God, I thank you that you're Abba, you're the, you're the father who wants your children to hear your voice and spend time with you. So if that's you, he's just beckoning you deeper. To, maybe it's, a, it's gonna be a little costly, but the cost outweighs the benefit every single time. God is so much greater than what you're trying to hold on to. That life that you're trying to hold on to, that relationship, that job, maybe that financial burden that you're like, I don't know how I can get past it. God wants to help you. And then there's that second group that might need a warning. And I felt like this one was honestly me studying. Um, maybe you've grown up in church or you've been you know following Jesus for some time and when anyone tries to tell you something, your first response is, well, I know. You know, um, as a cheer coach, my biggest pet peeve is when um, I'm like, okay, you need to do this differently and the cheerleader always says, well, I know. I'm like, well, if you knew, you would do it. (laughs) And thank goodness that God is so much not like us (laughs) that when we say, I know, he just wants to say, okay, I'm going to keep telling you. I'm gonna keep bringing people into your life to influence that change. There's so much more to your walk with Jesus than what you've experienced so far. And maybe you've experienced some good, godly things, but God wants to take you farther. He doesn't wanna leave you where you're at. So maybe that's you. You might, you might be have been coming to church and you're starting to wonder, is this really worth it? Or you're just like, well, I've been coming to church my whole life, it's the only thing I know how to do, but like, it just feels like a burden or maybe a, something mundane to come to. I just wanna pray for you right now. So if that's you, you can raise your hand or you can put it on your heart. God, I thank you that you're the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And there is so much to know about you. God, I thank you that when we get to know you, it's just a lit, it's an appetizer and you start taking us deeper and growing our hunger for you. God, I thank you for the people who've maybe been following Jesus a long time and they don't know if it might be worth it anymore. But God, I just pray that right now, you would be coming in and saying, no, living for me is the best decision and it will continue to be the best decision. And no other decision will be different or change that satisfaction, like what you want satisfied in your soul. No, God is the only one who can satisfy all of those longing desires. And to those who are weary, I honestly feel like this is actually kind of a lot of us in here that discouragement has just been like at your door every day when you wake up. You know, the Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. Maybe you've had something that you've been hoping for, longing for for so long and it's not there yet. And you're just discouraged. You're like, God, I don't know what to do. Like, I feel like I've been doing all the right things and I've been coming to church and I've been serving and I'm, I'm trying to read my Bible and I'm trying to pray. Like, what else can I do? But God is just saying, wait, wait for me. Wait for my plan for you. If you force it, can I tell you, Capital Young Adults, I have tried to force the plan. I've had discouragements. I've had times where I've come to God and I'm like, Lord, I feel like I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do. Why is it not my time? Why is it not me? Why am I still struggling with this? But every time, I feel like the weight is a little too heavy. It's because I walked away from God. Every time I feel like the weight for God is a little too long, it's because I've walked away from God. So if that is you, if you feel a little weary tonight, I just want you to to be bold and honest and stand. I feel like it's a lot of us, honestly. Thank you for that honesty. Lord, to your sons and daughters who have been weary They've been tired. They have gone after you. They've they've done all the right things. There's nothing more that they can change. God, I just pray that we can wait for you, for your plan that is perfect. God, I thank you that you know, you know what we need even before we ask. God, I thank you that It says in your word, if we seek you with all of our heart, we can find you. God, I thank you that you're not trying to hide or you're not trying to give us good things. I think there's some of you who have been desiring a relationship or a marriage, and you're just like, why isn't it me? Or maybe you want to start a family. I feel like there's somebody in here who wants to start a family. And you're like, God, I don't feel like it might be time, but we really want it or maybe it's a job. I feel like some of you are like I really want to go for this job, but the Lord keeps telling me every single time it's not it. I don't know what it ever what it is. But I just I I plead with you. I encourage you to lay it down at the feet of Jesus right now. God, we lay every care at your feet because you care for us. God, I thank you that you know the plans God, I thank you that you are the good father, the good shepherd. God, you are the one who leads us beside still waters and makes us lay down in green pastures. God, I thank you that you are the one who walks through the valley with us and your, your rod and your staff, they comfort us. God, I thank you that when, when all hell might be breaking loose, you're the one who prepares a table in the presence of my enemies. God, I thank you that my cup can overflow because of your goodness. God, I thank you for the promise that goodness and mercy will follow after us every single day of our lives. God, I pray that for this group, that your goodness and your mercy would be waiting for them every single morning instead of that discouragement, instead of that question. Your goodness and your mercy will follow after you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I just want us to stand, we're gonna worship for a second. I don't know what you guys have prepared, but whatever, Jan has got it. And before we do salvation, cause honestly that is, that's the best decision you're ever gonna make. And even if there's just one person in this room who needs to give their life to Jesus, all heaven rejoices with you. But I just want us, if we have that discouragement, if we were one of those three areas, I just want us to worship God and maybe ask him, okay, Lord, Do I need to change something in my life? Do I need to give you something that I haven't been giving you? Whatever it is, this this altar will, be, will clear the table. There'll be plenty of room for you. I just want you guys to worship God and seek His voice because ultimately His voice is the one that will change your life. His words are the ones that are going to redefine who you are. So we're just going to worship. Thank you for joining us today. To stay connected with our community, you can follow us at Capital Young Adults.